Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So for the next about week's worth of content, we're going to be running through different types of things you can have in your uh, into your uh, session. We're quasi-looking more towards like a cyberpunk-type game or a shadow run in this, but it could be generalized to a lot of other things. So the first one we're going to be doing is heists and how to run a good heist. Now, of course, we've done heists. We've covered heists in general. Mm -hmm. But we want to focus on how one would run a heist if you're going to run a shadow run or a cyberpunk game. Or a GURPS, kind of like that. Yeah. So it's a futuristic uh, sci-fi game. I think when we covered these concepts before, we covered them more from a D&D, Pathfinder, high fantasy, low fantasy. Yeah, so let's just deal with it in a different way. So first of all, I'm going to make an unashamed pitch at our book. If you want to go, you can go to Amazon and uh, look up RPG Adventure Ideas. You'll see a book by uh, Jacob and I. And in there, we have an entire chapter on how to run heists. And so we're going to gonna use that to move off of. A heist is basically kind of an Ocean's Eleven type of game. Done in the future, you have a lot more different types of options, right? So um, what I like to do is you'll see in this book uh, that I have a lot of uh, charts. And so what I like to do is I have a heist obstacle chart. And so I talk about what the obstacle is, what location it may be in, and then how to bypass it three different ways because I want to give my players options. So let's say in this futuristic world, your players need to break into a top secret lab that's owned by one of the corporations in the city that you're in. And you need to steal maybe a new augmentation or maybe a new type of rigor gear or some sort of like droid, something like that Yeah, for another mission. Um, so this is like, if you think Ocean's Eleven, they had to go steal the thing that would allow them to do the EMP burst. It was called the pinch. So they had to go steal the pinch, set up the pinch, run the pinch, and then they could do the rest of the thing. So this is kind of the the heist before the main event. And so in this case, um, your obstacles could be obviously guards. You could have um, infrared sensors, motion detectors. You could have automated kind of robot guard dogs. You could have um, pressure plates. You could also have... Um, really high-tech locks. High-tech locks. Um, even worse, you could have some uh, anti-human, humanoid uh, turrets mm-hmm. that are controllable, things of that nature, and cameras everywhere that would alert other people to come in, right? So it's like this may only have a skeleton staff of, let's say, 15 guards, which is still a huge deal, but they could literally call in a half, like an army, within six minutes if you're not careful. They might also have a mech on board. Yeah. So you might have a giant mech that you have to somehow Full get around. Mech, right. So, of course, one obstacle would be um, the actual internet, right? You're going to need to hack into this place, see if you can't subvert their security cameras, see if you can't subvert their uh, their auto turrets. Mm-hmm. But in so doing, every time you attempt to subvert one of these things, you could also be found out, which would mean that they would lock down their security even more because they're expecting something. And that's the last thing you want. You could do that um, that hack in real time where you're not doing it beforehand. You're doing it as you're going. You could look at putting a plant in, trying to get one of your guys or somebody you know to be uh, a plant or bribing one of the existing guards, although that might be impossible. Um, but putting a guy in to work for you that will be basically be able to like plant in a device. So in this case, like Ocean's Eleven is a great example. They were able to put a plant in to get into the back room where all the servers were. And then he could hook up a little diode that would allow 
their hacker guy to control what the cameras saw. So he's not overriding the cameras. He's just overriding what the security guards see when they look at the cameras. And it's on this weird loop. So you can kind of do the same sort of thing. You really think about it in that terms of like, what obstacles do you want to have in this? How many floors are there? What floor is each guard sitting in? Are there certain rooms? Are there locked rooms? Is there really good tech somewhere else? I mean, literally think of this as if you are playing a video game where it's, oh, if they find this one back room, there's some really cool stuff, but there's also a guy in there who's a little challenging. Or this door opens up the door to kind of a mech-wearing guy who's, or a full-out mech, who now is a, a really huge challenge rating. You can think of him like a final big bad boss type of a guy that they either have to get around, kill, or somehow incapacitate. Or they could choose not to go through that door, right? They can choose to leave some other artifacts lying there. It could also be that your heist is very specific, that they only need and can only obtain one item. Mm-hmm. And they maybe have to plant a fake item so that no one notices that it's gone for a handful of days so that you have the opportunity to use it before, you know, you have everybody coming to look for you. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can do a heist. Um, I mean, the other concept too. Yeah. Is you're not necessarily heisting to get something out of it. You could be heisting to get something in. Right. You could be um, putting false data in. You could Malware be putting... in their system. So when your true heist goes off, it's easier for you to hack. Right. So many different things, right? Um, so the first heist in like the Ocean's Eleven is they have to get the guy in to get back to the server room. And so he has to do it in such a way to not arouse suspicion. And there's like three or four people running cons at the same time to make that happen. So in a lot of ways, look at what your players are playing, how they're playing, and figure out what would be the best way to go. Now, that said, the nice thing about having some sort of alarm system is they really can't go in loud. They can't go mm -hmm. in just, you know, guns blazing unless they think they can get in and out in six minutes. Especially because if it's a corp, they always have more bodies to throw at you. And even if you're the biggest, baddest characters, there's eventually enough meat, enough cannon fodder is going to grind everybody. Right. Or they could burn you. And we'll talk about burning you in a different episode um, and how that all works. But this gives you hopefully a great concept of how you can run a heist in your own game. I would literally do a quick draw of the area that I was going to have them heist. I would put in what doors or what locks. I'd put in um, any kind of quick cameras. Do they have 180 degree radius or are they turning? Um, I would have, uh, do they have heat sensors? Do they have motion detectors? Do they have pressure plates on the floors? What happens if a pressure plate is touched? So it could be one of those, like, that pressure plate on that floor, everyone knows that works in the building not to step there because there's a trap. Um, and so in a lot of ways, if you're used to playing a Dungeons & Dragons game, you can just take that into the high tech and into the future. And mm -hmm. you can drop a lot of things that most people wouldn't be expecting. But yes. if I was going to booby trap a facility, I would totally have a weird unmarked tile in a hallway leading toward a door that would send off basically lock down and start heating the room up to a degree that's not comfortable. Dart trap is very simple from D&D, but instead of rigged with poison, what weird nanite technology do you have now? It's a great question. Or what drugs that are kind of crazy? Yeah, you could just be sending injections of, or even just sedatives. I mean, it could just be, mm -hmm. you know, we're just going to put you down. Or you could look at it as, that pressure plate opens up two doors on the walls and two automated turrets come flying out and they're going to hit anything that moves, good or ill. 
And the guards are trained not to go into that hallway until they hear the guns spin down and recess back into the wall. So I mean, there's a lot of cool things you can do. Um, but obviously always have a way for them to either bypass it, figure it out, you know, so when I have three bypasses, I'm looking for things like, do you kill the guards? Do you bribe the guards? Do you just go around the guards? Do you sneak up behind them and incapacitate them in a different way? Do you pick the lock? Do you find another door? Do you just brute force it knowing that that's going to cause suspicion? Blow down the wall. I mean, there's so many different ways to go, but again, the, the way you set up the heist of you have to get in and out, it doesn't matter if they're in and out secretly. Yep. Sometimes it doesn't, right? And Sometimes it definitely does. And also be fluid. So if they find another bypass, run with it. Yeah, that's the biggest piece. Or if they totally skip this cool trap that you wanted to have them go through. They don't know where it's at. Just move it. Like, oh, they skipped that hallway. Okay, why do you care? You're the and, only one that knows it's in the hallway. And even if they have plans of the facility... So the, so the plans that they got was three years out of date. Yep. Things happen. Things change. Other runners, you know, other cyberpunk guys, other other guys have tried to steal this stuff before. So they keep moving their traps around. Or the, the guy that they got it from was a snitch. So they know that somebody's hitting. So they added extra security. There's that too. You could have a double agent. The guy you bribed actually got more money going back to the corp, you know, because there's always that thing, you know, it's kind of the... Um, Tyrion Lannister in yeah. in Game of Thrones. Like, Maybe hey, just remember, I can always pay you double what they Maybe give you. Maybe that's how that guy makes money, is he just keeps, <laughs> oh, hey, you're going to hit there? Cool. Well, hey, hey, Corp, they're going to hit here. Yeah, so he gets paid There's by you, and then he gets, he gets paid double by the other guys <laughs> and keeps his job. Yeah. He's like the worst paid uh, guard ever. But, you know, hey, he uh, he does his job. He, knows, he, he lets everyone know when they're coming to take stuff. So hopefully that gives you a good idea of what you can do with heist scenarios in a futuristic type of cyberpunk game. And uh, stay tuned for the next couple of episodes coming out. I mean, probably somewhere around seven or so. And uh, we'll go ahead and discuss it more. If you're interested in our book, uh, go to SkullRPG.com. You will see our book advertised there as well. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.